It's Friday, November 17th, 2023. Welcome to episode 79 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler, and this edition of the Postcast, the Alameda Food Bank gets the go-ahead for their future location and welcomes a major donation from Alameda Scouts. Dignity Village provides a six-month update. Alameda Municipal Power introduces a program aimed at installing chargers in multifamily dwellings. Foz makes it easier to adopt your new best friend. With the holidays approaching, the tap-dancing Christmas trees are busy, and getting to Jack London Square is going to get a lot easier in 2024. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story. On Monday, the City Planning Board unanimously approved a development plan and use permit for the Alameda Food Bank and the City of Alameda to develop a permanent community food market, the Island Community Market, at Alameda Point. The food bank proposes to buy 1.7 acres of city-owned land on Pan Am Way containing Building 607 and an adjacent parking lot. The project will rehabilitate and expand Building 607, adding space for food storage and related operations, resulting in an 18,000-square-foot facility with ample parking and landscaping. The food bank currently operates in a temporary facility across the street. One of the benefits of the new space would be the ability to quickly scale up operations in the event of a disaster. The need for the services of the food bank has grown immensely. Prior to pandemic, the food bank saw 60 clients per distribution. When pandemic hit, residency requirements were loosened and those numbers ballooned to between 500 and 900 clients. In July of 21, with the worst of pandemic behind us, the food bank again focused on those who lived, worked, or attended school in Alameda. Client numbers dropped sharply, but have been on a steady climb since. In 2022, the food bank saw 912 new clients. In 2023, there were 1,151 new clients. This year, the food bank has seen 2,925 unique families year-to-date, representing 7.7% of Alameda's population. The food bank will now pursue a purchase and sale agreement with the city council. If approved, the food bank will invest in architectural plans and submit them for review and approval from the planning board and the historical advisory board. After receiving the necessary approvals, the project will take approximately 12 months to complete. For complete details, including concept art of the new facility, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. Two days earlier, the food bank received more welcome news as the Alameda Scouts delivered the results of their 2023 Scouting for Food drive. You might have seen the door hangers asking for donations. Well, Alameda responded in earnest. The Scouts delivered almost 13,000 pounds of non-perishable food. With 1,000 families needing help each week, the Scouts' donation was more than welcome. If you missed out on the drive, you can still donate either food or funds. Monetary donations are always a great idea since the food bank can turn a $1 donation into $7 worth of food. For details on how you can help, see alamedapost.com news. Back in episode 33 last December, we reported on the city council accepting the property at 2350 5th Street. That property, now known as Dignity Village, and on Monday, a community meeting was held to provide an update after six months of operation. Assistant City Manager Amy Woolridge, Housing and Human Services Manager Lisa Fitz, and Five Keys President and CEO Steve Good ran the meeting. Five Keys is a nonprofit that manages on-site operations at Dignity Village, as well as case management and resident services. Two officers from the Alameda Police Department were also present. Community residents in attendance expressed concern about crime in the area since the facility opened in May. APD Lieutenant Brian Foster responded saying that since the supportive housing project opened, there has not been an increase in crime in the area. Concerns were also raised about abandoned cars. Lieutenant Foster explained that reported cars can be towed after 72 hours of inactivity, but that if someone is living in a vehicle, it cannot be moved. Uninsured or unregistered cars cannot be parked at Dignity Village. 
As far as loitering, CEO Good noted that residents are allowed to smoke out front as there is currently no designated smoking area inside the fence. When asked what the goal is for residents, Good explained that Dignity Village is interim housing, which is a two-year evolving cycle. Good said, quote, We work with people to stabilize their lives. We meet them where they are to move them on to the next phase of housing. We help them get employment. Many of our residents are employed right now. End quote. Seven Dignity Village residents have moved to permanent housing since May. For full details on Monday's meeting, see Kelsey Gore's article at alamedapost.com news. The electric vehicle revolution definitely in full swing. One barrier to overcome, how to charge them, especially in a city where the majority of housing is multifamily rental units. Alameda Municipal Power has partnered with EV charging consultant Clear Result to provide no-cost technical assistance with planning and designing EV charging solutions for multifamily residences. There are rebates available totaling up to $48,000 for property owners. Technical assistance includes site review, Americans with Disability Act compliance, estimated project cost, installation process, and referrals to qualified contractors. Details for the program, including links to get the process started, are at alamedapost.com news. Friends of the Alameda Animal Shelter just made it easier to adopt a new buddy. From now until the end of the year, all adoptions are only $40. They've also expanded their adoption hours from noon until 4 every day except Monday. Foz has a lot of great animals to choose from. I've walked many of the dogs, and there's a lot of love to be had in Fort Runway. If you're a cat person, you can adopt two cats or kittens for the price of one. Take a look at the available animals on the Foz Facebook page or at alamedaanimalshelter.org. With the holidays upon us, let's take a moment to check in on some great Alameda traditions, one of which is back for the first time since pandemic. Alameda's own tap-dancing Christmas trees will once again be on the national stage. That's right, look for the trees in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this coming Thursday. The broadcast will be on NBC. It starts a little early this year, 8.30 and runs until noon. If you happen to be up very early on Thanksgiving Thursday morning and want to try to catch the parade live from the East Coast, Peacock is showing a streaming availability at 5.30 a.m. on Thursday. Lori Castles has been a fan of the tap dancing Christmas trees for 17 years and has befriended a few of the performers. One night over dinner, one of the trees remarked that in this year's parade, there would be three generations of dancers involved. Lori's reaction? That should be a documentary. Inspired by Patty Carey's recent film, Alameda, Castles reached out to Sean Daniels of Castaway Creative. Through Daniels' Students on the Set nonprofit organization, 11 high school students from Ensenal, Alameda, and Alameda Community Learning have signed on to work the documentary. Obviously, it costs money to shoot a full-length documentary, and Castles and Daniels have so far received GoFundMe donations from individuals but are looking for business sponsors to step up and help share this quintessentially Alameda story to the world. For a look behind the scenes at the making of the documentary, see Kelsey Gore's article at alamedapost.com features. Mark your calendars for Sunday, December 17th. The First Congregational Church of Alameda will hold its 141st annual Christmas concert. This is the first time the concert has been held since pandemic. The church is at Central and Chestnut. Find details at alamedapost.com features. Another great Alameda holiday tradition, the Lighted Yacht Parade, Saturday, December 2nd. One of the best ways to watch the festivities is by being part of them. And no, you don't have to own a boat. The San Francisco Bay Ferry is once again running a special route. Departing from Seaplane Lagoon at 5 p.m. and returning at 7, you'll get into the spirit with festive decorations and a great view of all the participating watercraft. This is a ticketed reservation event. Demand is expected to be very high, so head on over to alamedapost.com features where you'll find links to secure your spot. Tickets are only $4.60 for adults. And if you bring a new unwrapped toy for the Oakland Firefighters Holiday Toy Drive, you'll receive a ticket good for a free future ferry ride. 
While we're on the water, look for an easier way to get to Jack London Square next year. The city recently took delivery of Woodstock, a water shuttle that will provide service between Bohol Circle Immigrant Park and Jack London Square. The route is expected to start in the spring. You can get a look at the new ship in town on the city's Facebook page. I'm a bit biased, having been a theater teacher myself, but truly one of the best bargains in entertainment is a modern high school theater production. Our own Gene Kahane was duly impressed by The Musical Comedy Murders of 1940, the fall offering from Alameda High School. You can catch the last two performances tonight, Friday, and tomorrow, Saturday the 18th. Check out Gene's review and some pictures at alamedapost.com features. Don't forget, till the end of the year, your donation to Alameda Post goes twice as far thanks to Newsmatch, who will match your donation to the Post dollar for dollar. You can find donation links throughout the Post website. AlamedaPost.com slash events for a guide to everything going on in Alameda this weekend. Aside from what I've already mentioned, here's a sample. Final weekend for Miss Bennett, Christmas at Pemberley at Alterina Playhouse. As always, Farmer's Market, Saturday from 9 until 11. Emmanuel Lutheran holding their Holiday Arts and Crafts Fair from 10 until 2 at 1910 Santa Clara. Treats by Mrs. T and Francesca Ricci Floral Art present the grand opening of their retail shop at 1311 Park Street from noon until 6. Saturday and Sunday from noon to 4 at 1248 Pearl Street, a sidewalk sale to raise funds for Gigi, a canine companion in need of surgery. Join Rhythmix Cultural Works Saturday from 3 to 5 for a Diwali celebration. More events at alamedapost.com events. Thank you for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com slash memberships. Remember, find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Mastodon, Threads, Blue Sky, as well as our own subreddit, and subscribe to us on Apple News. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler, taking a little breather next week for the holiday. I'll be back Friday, December 1st with episode 80 of the Alameda Postcast. Happy Thanksgiving.